Blog Talk Radio. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. You can't get cherry soda, cause they've got to fill that quota. And the way things are, I'll bet they never will. They've got a zillion tons of coffee in Brazil. No tea or tomato juice, you'll see. No potato juice, cause the planners down in Santa's all say no, no, no. The politician's daughter was accused of drinking water and was fined the great big $50 bill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. Like a percolator Her perfume was made right on the grill Why they could percolate the ocean in Brazil And when their ham and eggs need savor Coffee ketchup gives them flavor Coffee pickles way outsell the dill Why they put coffee in the coffee in Brazil No tea No tomato juice You'll see, no potato juice. The planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. So you led to the local color, serving coffee with a crawler. Duncan doesn't take a lot of skill. They've got an awful lot of coffee, an awful lot of coffee. Man, they got a gang of coffee in Brazil. Welcome, everybody. This is Jory Emma Coffee Psychic, right here with your psychic connection with uh, right here at Blog Talk Radio. So we have a fun show that's going on tonight. This is a very merry, special Christmas uh, with Santa Claus tonight. Now, what's really interesting, and this really is, you know, it's a show about beliefs, um, and magic and miracles, things like that. Now, what I'm finding that's happening, which is really unusual, um, I'm not sure if everyone's able to call into the show. <laughs> so I am trying some new things here because uh, when I tried connecting in on the show, I couldn't get in, and then I tried something else. And, it, you know, you guys, this is just not 
an unusual situation to occur. I've had this happen in the past. I believe that everything happens for a reason. I truly, truly do. And um, I'm going to go ahead and invite, uh, let me see. Oh, I don't know that I can do that. Let me see. Well, what we're going to do is I am going to call my guest, and we're going to have my guest on here. Um, so so I want to say welcome, Santa Claus. How are you? Well, wonderful now that we have a line to get to you. I know, I know. So let me ask you, Santa Claus, when you were trying to call in, were you able to get in tonight? Not at all. You've been very busy. Oh, my goodness. Well, again, I am just not sure what's going on. It must be all the magical energy that's going on out here. And, um, and again, just to let everyone know, this is a live call-in show. So you can call in if you can get in. Uh, and it must be those little elves. Now, I'm not sure. I'm sure they're in Santa's workshop <laughs> making... <laughs> Making all those little, all those wonderful presents for everybody, especially the iPods, the iPhones, the Samsung Notes, you know, the tablets, and all those other wonderful cars, you know, things like that. And anyway, so, um, but if people can call in, it's area code 347-633-9404. Now, um, I think, I think the way I'd like to go with tonight's show is that uh, we were hoping for a lot of people to call in, but there really does seem to be something mystical going on where we're not able to really call in. So that's interesting in the first place. I could hardly get in. And, um, and I think, I think what I'd like to share first, um, my wonderful, wonderful, wonderful friend who is, Santa Claus for tonight and has played Santa Claus for years. His name is Greg, Greg Grace. And Greg the man and then Santa Claus the other man. Now I do see that somebody else has suddenly come into our calling room. So you know, Greg, there's a chance that you could, I mean Santa, there's a chance that you could try to call in again if you'd like. And uh, so if, if I hang up here and then you call in. Would you be willing to try to call in? Otherwise, I will call you right back. We we can try again. Let's yes, let's because we, we do believe in miracles tonight. Okay. Yeah. All right. Christmas so miracle. Wonderful. So it's three four seven six three three nine four zero four. Okay. So okay. I'm going to disconnect from the North Pole right now, and then and then you. Okay. There we go. So Santa, Greg, Greg Santa. We'll call right back in, and and I've got to, I've got to tell you guys what has been so much uh, fun, or how can I say it? What's been interesting lately is that there have been a lot of things that have been going on uh, for me personally in my life. Uh, Santa, are you there? <laughs> you know it. We you are that. there, Santa Claus. Oh my God! So, so what I want to say we're we're gonna we're gonna cover a couple things here tonight. You know, we have the power of belief. We have the 
you know, we have the things that are called miracles. Are they really miracles? Are they um, just, I call them synchronicity. And uh, I believe, though, that these are things that are, you know, heaven made, heaven sent. And, you know, we think about belief systems and belief structures. And even as Santa Claus, um, if we remember years and years and years ago, we had a gentleman by the name of St. Nicholas. And I don't have the whole story, you know, memorized for the exact every fact that there is around this gentleman. But my recollection and understanding is that um, he at one point decided to start bringing gifts to the children in his neighborhood. Um, And this was years and years and years ago. And suddenly this developed into some sort of um, habit and a pattern. And kids were having these expectations of, you know, things that they wanted. And then, of course, you know, the belief that Santa Claus is going to bring it. And many times there have been so many miracles, I know for sure, that have happened in my life that I believe that have been heaven sent. So, um, you know, I say to people, what do you believe? And really look at your belief systems and stuff. And so, so, you know, Greg, I'd like to talk to you as the man, first and foremost. You yourself went through a transition, and it's a spiritual transition. As a matter of fact, I'll just say Greg and I have worked in the past as uh, paranormal investigators together on a team. And Greg and I have known each other at least a good 30 years. I, it's got to be at least a good 30 years, Greg, uh, if not more, and your lovely wife, Linda. Do you know how many years it's been? It's been over 30, yes. Yeah, it has been. And and so I know that um, we've traveled the spiritual realm together. And um, you shared with something with me earlier today about um, a situation that you personally had to go through on your spiritual growth. And that was regarding your dad, literally, and Santa Claus. So oh, would yes. you would you be willing to share that with our listeners? Because I'm sure there's a lot of other people out here that are also Santas and and are hidden angels. I mean, we are each angels for each other when something happens. Um, so can you tell me again what what did happen with you with your dad? Yeah. And how did well, you become Santa Claus? It was it was just a couple of years ago. I I'd, um. My father was saying he was going to be giving it up because of COVID and going to stop doing it. And he was going to give me the suit. And, and I really didn't want to see, I mean, my father had been Santa Claus for us for 50 years. And it was like, no, wow. Dad, no, you can't, you can't do that. Uh, I and I, I, it was so funny because my, my son had played Santa in plays and stuff. I, the strange thing is, first of all, I never had a beard. And second, I had the nickname Santa at three different jobs I worked at because of my laugh. So it was oh my God. Like, hey, you know, I, I got the, I'm keeping this slap in the face being called Santa, and it's like, nope, nope, never have, nope, 
Never did it. Nope, not me. And so when I was talking to my father and he was saying no, it's like, you know what, Dad? Your grandsons, they know all about the Zoom calling and stuff. We'll set you up doing Zoom calls. In fact, I'll do it with you. We'll learn it together. You know, we will probably won't get it done till, you know, close till Christmas. But then you can visit your, the grandkids and everything. And that's how I was setting wow. it up. And I said, you know what, Dad? I'm, I'm ordering my suit, and I'll, I'll call you when it comes in. So I get my suit in the mail and try it on. I'm like, oh, this is great. This is great. And, uh, and I call up my dad to tell him about, okay, you know, we're ready to set things up. And he never answered the phone. And oh, no. so, yeah, so my father had passed in December and so sorry. Uh, this, the real strange thing is, I, uh, you know, in the back of my head, it's kind of like I, I, my wife's like, let's set up for Christmas. And I'm like, I can't. I haven't got it. It's like I, yeah. cannot, I cannot wrap my mind around Christmas right now, not with, you know, my Santa not being here anymore. So, yeah. Um, so sorry. Uh, and I and 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 for a few days, I, you know, I was in this funk, and I'm like, oh my god, I still have a, a little one. And at that time, he wasn't a teenager yet, and it's like, I, I and I remembered my my uncle, his brother, passed on Halloween, and the family never wow. celebrated Halloween again. And I'm thinking, oh. I can't do that. I can't do that to my no. kids. I I got to be able to find a way to embrace Christmas again, as hard as yes. it is. And I reached out to our local fire department. And at, during COVID, when everybody was all homebound and all this stuff, they had the Easter Bunny come along on the fire department truck. Aww. And we were, out on our, we were out on our porch in tears because, like, oh, my goodness, you know, human society is, is outside and interacting with us in something as simple as an Easter Bunny. And we were in tears watching mm-hmm. it go by. So I, I called mm-hmm. up the fire department and I said, you know what, I got this suit I inherited and if you want me to play Santa and ride around in the truck, I saw what you did, I'll do it. And uh, wow. the guy's like, yeah, great. So they set it up. That afternoon came and it was raining. And wow. they're like, well, what what should we, what, you know, you're going to probably get wet. And I'm like, no, let's do it. And it was it was perfect for one reason, because when I got out there and I saw all these kids screaming, Santa, and just the the look of their face and the, the, the miracle of seeing, you know, this belief of Santa and Christmas and just seeing all these smiles and screaming. And it was like, oh, my God, this is what my dad has seen for 50 years. And I'm finally connecting with him on that level to enjoy yeah. Christmas. And it yeah. was like... Uh, that story of the Grinch where all of a sudden my heart swelled 10 times its size because, you know, where it, there was no place for Christmas. Now all of a sudden I was taking it in and, and seeing a new fulfillment and enjoyment with it. And it was was raining because I was sobbing the whole time I was playing Santa (sighs) just with, just knowing that this is what he went through. And I was in tears, but the rain masked it. And and it was funny because at the end of the ride, the guy's like, man, this is your first time playing Santa? I'm like, yeah. I said, the strange thing was I was going to do Zoom calls with my dad, so I grew out a beard. I've never had a beard. And, uh, okay. and they said, well, what about, what about next year? And I'm like, yeah, my dad, I told him, I, I told my dad I would never play Santa probably, and he's somewhere 
laughing his butt off right now saying, yeah, we got him. And we got him locked yeah. in because I told the fire department, sure, I'll do it again next year. And now I've been picking up and doing schools and, oh, my goodness. So it's getting busy. And, and in fact, I, but I, I embrace it so much. I like I was just walking around with my, I put on my, my little Santa cap and I walk around when I'm going shopping and stuff because I, I got the Christmas spirit. And usually, if you see me, I'm usually bouncing around humming a Christmas tune or something. And when the kids yes. actually point out and say, Oh, Santa, I actually walk up to them because I always, I'm carrying stuff in my pocket now. I'm carrying these little gnomes with a candy cane. So if they talk to me, I, I reach in there and I say, oh, you know what? Can, can you do Santa a favor? I don't know if you know. Gnomes and elves are related. And these gnomes, they're kind of like my homie, the, the gnomey. And if you can give my homie, the gnomey, a home, I'd appreciate it because you've heard of Elf on the Shelf. Forget that. This is a gnome in your home. And so, you Aww. know, I give the kid that, and they're just all wide-eyed, like, oh, I talked to Santa, you know. And uh, and that, that was just a wonderful thing because that was the one thing I thought about is i got to have something. So if I have, have all these kids sitting on my lap, too, it's like, okay, well, you know what? i got a line. i got to move the kids along. So I was giving them a gnome, and they'd be going off thrilled and everything. And, and it was something cute, you know, and, and they loved it. But it was just all of a sudden a whole new love for Christmas that I never thought would come back to my heart again. That just came through. And, and it's like, you know, I think it's like that, um, you know, like we had St. Nicholas, and all of a sudden here's a man who is now becoming a legend or who is now becoming – such, how can I say it, you know, when when you're sitting here, you know, being Santa Claus for people, Greg, that's really altering people. And, and I'll be honest with you, and I've, I've known you for so many years, but I really did not know that you played Santa Claus. And I just remembered your laugh because... Just because you've got an amazing laugh now, and, and I was thinking during the week, it's like I gotta call Greg. I wonder if he would do this show. With me. <laughs> and then yeah, Linda yeah. sending me all these pictures, and I'm like, it's like holy crap, Greg plays Santa Claus all the time. So that's really that's fascinating too. And thank you so much. I just you know, and again, I I don't I don't know that you're for hire right now, but you're such an amazing Santa Claus. So you know what I was hoping to do with the show tonight. You know, I wanted to talk about belief systems and stuff like that. People know in this show, we talk about anything and everything that's psychic, that's spiritual. I mean, you and I have known each other for so long that even you've lived in haunted houses. I And I've come to your house to do clearings. And your kids have seen dead people. And, you know, there's been so much, um, how can I say it, uh, spiritual activity in your house years ago. I'm not sure where it's at right now, but years ago. And in my house, even recently where I'm at, and I, I have to say something funny, you know, um, I've, I've been through a lot of transition this year. Uh, my great friend, Dave Gunning, who's my astrologer friend, did, uh, did a chart for me, uh, or he was doing some, some uh, stuff uh, during last year. And he was like, wow, Jorianne, he goes, somewhere around your, he goes, I'm an Aquarian also, and somewhere around your birthday next year, uh, 23. He goes, wow, a lot of stuff's going to happen. And uh, I won't go into details of what happened, but there were so many changes and transitions. It was like, whoa. I mean, we're talking heavy-duty, hands-down changes. And um, and some of the stuff, I've been seeing so many miracles 
uh, that came out of some hardships that I had to go through that, you know, if you don't believe, I mean, here's, here's even, um, how can I say it? This was a very interesting story as far as beliefs go. I had to go to uh, City Hall and it has something to do about uh, permits. Somebody's supposed to be getting a permit to do some work on my home. And, um, and it's really interesting because there's just so much stuff that, you know, you have to do when you're fixing things. And this person who pulled some paperwork out for me the day before couldn't find it. So I went into the office and I said, and we were laughing about being Catholics. Now, every religion, every person has a certain level of belief systems. We just do. I mean, we're raised in a family that has belief systems. We're raised in a culture that has cultural belief systems. We're raised in a world that has worldly beliefs, whatever. We, we grow up in this belief system group, and then we change ours when we grow up and stuff like that. Well, I'm still Catholic, you guys. I believe in the saints, you know, God the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Mother Mary. And these are the people that I pray to on the other side. And this person couldn't find the paperwork. And I said, well, you guys are Catholic, so you know St. Anthony. St. Anthony finds lost items. And I said, come on, let's, let's say the prayer. I said, Tony, Tony, look around. Something's lost, and it must be found now, Tony. And then I said, come on, you guys, let's say it. Swear to God, this is not a joke. It was probably within a minute. Within, it had to be within a minute. This man directly turned around, looked at this one desk that had nothing else on it but one piece of paper. And he was like, oh, my God, it's right there. And he was looking for it for a good 15 minutes. So does that not, that reinforces my wow. belief system. But that also shows me, again, that we have dead people on the other side that help us. So when, I, when we even talk about Santa Claus right now, who is to say that Santa Claus, not, it's the spirit of Santa, Many of us are Santas. Many of us are angels for each other. You know, God works through all of us in many different ways. Yes. And, and the more people put their, how can I say it? When I tell people during a psychic reading, if you need to pray to Mother Mary, I'm telling you stuff's going to happen. And it does. It truly does. People get back to me all the time. Do I believe it? Yes. Have I seen it happen? Yes, I have. So even stuff with you, Greg, You've seen things change. You've seen, you've spiritually been altered from what you went through with your dad into, I love your last name, it's Grace. And you and your, you and <laughs> yeah. your wife, yeah, you guys are the state of grace, I swear to God. And you and your wife are the most joyful, happiest couple that I have known for years. Well, you just you. are. Oh my God, you are so welcome. So, I don't know if you want to add something else. We, we do have several callers that we have promised. Now, you'll have to get back into your Santa hat in just a minute. But uh, is there anything else that you want to share about, like some of the beliefs that you've, you know, you're, you, you guys were raised in a haunted house like I was, you know. I mean, a lot of this stuff was natural for you. Your dad had an antique shop out in Cedar Lake. I mean, oh, my God, your story is endless. And, and it's so long. It's my whole life. But, you know, it's, but, it's, and I, but I think that's the difference between 
us sometimes and non-believers is just the experience, you know, because you're immersed in this and it's around you the whole time. And when I was a kid, it was like when I saw stuff and I mean, the story, I mean, I had a, uh, my my younger brother passed away in the backyard, yeah, drowning, and yep. and I saw him for I saw him for many years, and the psychic yeah. friend that the family had back then was always saying, you know, for my parents because I saw I I kept playing with my brother, and it drove my parents crazy, so yeah. you know they consulted their psychic and they she turned around and she says you know what anything that was that child's toy, you should remove it. Those are things that mm. could draw him back in. So, mm. so it got to the point where I I didn't see him as much any, anymore, and and you know, but there were still things happening at our house all the time. But you know, when I would bring it up to my mom and you know tell her about it or something, she was back then. I had the biggest. Uh, I remember the song. They're coming to take you away today, ha ha, he 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 he, to the funny farm. <laughs> and so when I would tell my mom about what I saw, it was always like you're going to go to the funny farm if you tell people that. So, oh my goodness. you know, for 40, 50 years, I kept my mouth shut. I didn't yeah. talk about the things I saw, you know, and, well, I guess, you know, when I was finally in college, I started inviting people over to the, the antique shop that was built on Indian burial grounds and stuff. And, and said, mm-hmm. here's an antique shop and it used to be a speakeasy in the twenties. And it was just a lively place at night when you're there all alone. And, and it, but I, I, I that was comfort for me because that's what I grew up with. So yeah. you know when I when I would go to when I would go to haunted places, something would happen, and I don't I can be I can be startled I guess with something going bang in front of my face, but typically something happens and I'm walking towards it going, oh that's kind of cool. Let's see what else it can do. You know, instead of running out of the room screaming. That's what I'm going through in my house right now. The house where I'm staying at, my one of my earrings was on my nightstand, and their earring was at the back door. And then my white coffee cup has been, it's not been thrown across the room, but it's actually fallen off twice off of the counter in the exact same place while there are other coffee cups that are right right next to it. And, you know, closet doors have been open. You know, my, my friends were here and my friend said she felt a man watching over her. And then uh, she said twice and she had, uh, her brother was also here and she looked over and um, he was in a different location. She just thought maybe he had gotten up started walking around. She goes, nope, he was still asleep. And then we'd all gone out to the store and we got back at eight o'clock at night and suddenly we're um, emptying the car and the garage door closes, starts to close. And it's like, it's like, Hey, who, who's doing that? What are you? And I thought maybe they pressed the button on my, um, my rear view mirror and their, their hands were up in there. Like we're over here. We didn't touch anything. And then two hours later, we're hearing this huge loud crash in the back of the hallway. And it's like, and everyone jumped up and said, wow, what was that? So it's very, very interesting when you do have spirit activity. And, and for me, it's a matter of listening and asking, now pretty much asking who's here. And I, I literally asked, I finally was like, all right, come on, who's in the house? And I heard my dead brother, Michael. So my brother, mm-hmm. Michael, was coming to visit me. And he's also, he was also, when he was alive, in the industry where I'm you know, getting some help right now. 
So it's yeah. very, it's very, very interesting, you know, how we have to, how can I say it, kind of like lean into it. To me, my thought is like, don't put your walls up. You know, you have some believers, right. disbelievers, but Greg, you said something that was most interesting is that you and I were both raised in a haunted house. And this is just natural for us. And it's about experience. So if people would allow themselves to just be open to it, then to me, that's like that, you know, experience is the best teacher. It truly is. You know? Yeah, I remember. I was just thinking. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I was was thinking about uh, one time we were together at a place, and I laugh about this because, you know, people are asking me if I'm scared. And I really, I don't think for haunted paranormal stuff, I don't, I don't really think I scare. I'm usually trying, I'm usually concerned. I'm usually trying to listen and see what's mm-hmm. going, if there's a message in it. Uh, I don't think I'm as good as interpreting messages as you are by no means. But I remember that um, the coffin factory we went through. And, oh. <laughs> um, and they sent me, they were so funny because, and I don't say anything like, oh, you know, I have things happen. Because I have a lot of strange things happen, especially with things interacting with me, mechanical things. Yeah. I, I used to wow. come home at 2 in the morning, and I, all weekend long, and all we would never hear Buzz and Woody talking. But I come home at 3 in the morning, and I hear, howdy, partner, there's a snake in my, and all this different stuff, and it's chatting like crazy. And but never the rest of the day, nothing. But when I'm coming home early in the morning, so we were at the coffin factory, and I'm walking around, and I was telling, you know, just going through. I was actually doing initial room readings before you went around, so we could get yeah. a baseline reading. And I wound up getting to a hallway, and it's just one of those feelings. I got to a long dark hallway, and they said, and the person who's directing me around says, that's a dead end. There's nothing down there. And at about that time, the hair stands up. But it's like, I got to go down this dark hallway. There's no lights or nothing. And I'm walking down. And about halfway down, they had some six-foot-long tables off to the side because they were storing equipment because they were doing their haunted house thing they were going to do. And while I'm walking halfway down, I said, well, how long has this stuff been over here? And they said, for, you know, for the whole year. It's, we're getting ready to put it back up. And I, and I see, I said, I, you must have rats or something. There's something moving on the table. And I kid you not, I wound up getting right in front of this little doll that had its hands raised up. And yes. I swear, the very first words out of its mouth was, boo, I scare you, mommy. Ha <laughs> And I'm thinking, what in the heck? And I turn over to that person. And I said, oh, okay. Oh, you're trying to. You're trying to have me jump or something? I said, that's, that's really cute. And, and the person's like wide-eyed, like, I don't know anything. I never knew that thing could talk. I remember they that. For several years, just sitting there. And this thing was the chattiest thing and just kept talking and talking. And I'm like, no, really, you guys set this up, right? You wanted to see what would happen if I'd be one of those screamers and run out of the room or something? They said, no. And I was just trying to listen for a message. And then we got the rest of the crew, and everybody comes running over with the cameras, and they interviewed the doll for, you know, five or ten minutes. It was the funniest thing. But because uh, then I'm like, is it got batteries? And it was awful looking. It was charred, you know, to be part yeah. of the uh, the Halloween display. But it was just the funniest thing because I'm trying to think, is there a message in what this thing is saying? You know, because I don't know what it normally says. But to open up with, boo, I scare you, Mommy, I thought, well, that was pretty appropriate, you know, for the haunted house and all. But 
It was just that it was, was just such a funny was experience. Really cool. Yep, yeah. and I remember that doll, and I don't remember if it had batteries in it or not. And I remember that I remember that place because I have I have to go in when I do the haunted uh, experiences or investigations, and go in there knowing nothing. And I just said, "Wow, I see a lot of dead bodies up here," and um, it's like they're they're a bot. And then I was informed that they were using it as a temporary morgue, so that was kind of cool. But you know, going back to um, going back to this, if if you are ready, uh, we always uh, welcome our listeners to call in for a psychic question. And now tonight, you guys, you know that we have Santa Claus. Santa, can you? I'm a channeler, so tonight <laughs> we know Santa has come. It's like Elvis when Elvis leaves the building. Santa has come in. Welcome, Santa. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. <laughs> well, Santa, we have some callers that would really like to see what they might be getting for Christmas this year. So would you be able to help us? Let us know if these guys are being uh, na- have um, they been naughty or I nice? Just, well, first of all, Joanne, what about yourself there? We're kind of brushing you over real quick. I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, you're kind of wavering. I just wanted to make sure that... Uh, you try to be extra good now just to tip it in, you know, right at the end here because any little bit you could do would really, really help out so we, we can keep you on that nice list. I think I've been – I work hard at being nice. I really do. So I – um, You're very I helpful, so we, we have to give you that. That's it. That's <laughs> it. I love helping people. <laughs> Thank you, Santa. <laughs> you know what? You're welcome. I really have to, I really have to tell the story that – it was a Christmas morning, true story, I swear to God, you guys, I was in a Chicago bungalow on Trumbull Avenue, that was my house for I don't know how many years, and right next door, and if you guys know, the houses have what's called gangways, where you've got like four feet between another house, and then you've got the next house next to you, so literally, my daughter says, mommy, mommy, come here, look at the, the reindeer were on the, you know, the reindeer Santa came to Jamie's house right next door. I looked out the window. I swear to God, this is not a joke. Now, it didn't look like it was a sleigh, but it really did look like real reindeer prints were on top of my neighbor's roof in the snow. And I was like, <clears throat> how in God's name would somebody have been able to get up there and make these reindeer prints? on the top of the house, the roof next door is a steep roof. And, uh, and it, to me, when I see things like this, it leaves me wondering, it's like, well, how that happened? That was pretty weird. And it was one of those things where it's like, it always keeps me in suspense around my beliefs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say that. So caller, can I ask who is, who is this and where are you calling from? Hi, this is Joanna from Florida. Happy holidays to you both. Oh, Thank you, happy Joanna. Happy holidays, Joanna. Welcome you know, to he's Florida. Got, We're jealous already. He's got that Santa laugh down. Let me tell you what, right? <laughs> yeah, <he does. laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. Well, um, I had, I actually, I had something happen to me recently. I mean, I've had things happen my whole life, and then I do have a question. But what happened recently was. I felt something not very good in the house, and usually, oh. um, 
and usually I find it's like something that has been brought in and then I'm searching. I'm like, what did I get recently? What was brought in? What was whatever? Yes. But uh, so I, I, right. And I felt that recently. And then what happened, what was odd was I went to open the door in the morning and I'm yanking on the door and yanking on. I'm like, this is insane. This is crazy. I have a deadbolt that I never use. And what it turned out to be was the, oh, I have the chills. I'm sorry. I, the deadbolt was locked, but in the on position. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I'm like, so something did that. I'm like, this is insane. Because from wow. the outside, you have to do it with the key. Yeah, I'm getting chills. I'm sorry. But yeah, so that's wow. what happened recently. And that, that happened wow. around, right, around the time that I felt the very not good thing in the house. So yes, yes, definitely, definitely. So that's just cool. And <laughs> And then always good. So if we're feeling some weirdness, you know, what I like to do is I like to bless the house. I like to sage the house, smudge the house. Yes. Uh, I actually have some allergies yes. to to sage. So you can use Florida water, holy water. I read Bible scripts. Um, and then the one big phrase that I use, if you're not here to do God's work, you must leave now. And oh, uh, I'll have so again, yeah. yes, if, if you're not here to do God's work, you must leave now and have it a command. And it's a spiritual law that they have to follow that. You can also call in on the White Brotherhood. And the White wow. Brotherhood will come in and help you. Yes. Just let you know. Oh, you're giving me the chills. All right. I, I know there's others waiting, but um, I'll try to make it briefer. I have had like okay. nonstop problems with new owners took over our property last year. And it's just been nonstop problems. And now the more recent problems are I'm on housing and they keep claiming the payments haven't been received, which they are. And then all kinds oh. of crazy. It's just, got, it's just gotten worse and worse. So it's like every time I talk to someone, it's another situation, another situation, another situation. And I'm like, what am I supposed to be learning out of this? I'm like, I just want out. I've tried to move for the past two years, but housing is so high, I haven't been able to yeah. move. So I'm like, Right. So now I'm like, I, I spoke to someone about someone else, and apparently they went and told that first someone, and that, then I got a phone call, and I'm like, oh, my Lord, I trusted the wrong person to speak to. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I'm like, um, yeah. So um, how, what do you see? I'm like, is this, how is this going to end up? I mean, I just want to move. I don't know if this is going to wind up. I'm going to have to stay till the end of my lease in October, or if I can get out of this. So, so what I can tell you um, is it feels like you will end up leaving, um, okay. but I kind of want to say try to work on, try to work on uh, throwing a bubble of white light of protection around you all the time, okay. Joanna, because when you have uh, the negative around you like that, you know, people that are trying to impose their will on you and stuff like that. Uh, I would also want you to say, I, I would also want you to call on the Archangel Michael. I want you also, if you, whether you're Catholic or not, please use a rosary and ask Mother Mary to come in. I have seen some serious miracles. And, um, and okay. I think you're going to move to another location that you might not be quite satisfied with, and, but eventually you'll find a place uh, that you'll be satisfied with. And I wonder if you're not going to have a roommate or uh, okay. a little live with somebody else temporarily where you'd kind of go like, eh, eh, this isn't that bad sort of deal. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Believe me. I just, I'm like, I, I just, I just want out. I mean, it's, it's, it's to the point where, I mean, they've done, and I don't, I'm sorry, I don't mean to keep you and bless you both. Thank you so much. But it, they've done so God many illegal you. things to me 
and and like people are telling me that might be your out by what they've done to you, you know, and yeah. it's just like piling up. It's just like, and the more I've dug into who these people are, it's just gotten worse and worse. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I just I need to get out of this situation. I'm like, this I just want to go. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, yeah. definitely. So. Yeah. So use use the book The Secret and visualize. Keep visualizing yourself in an amazing place. Visualize yourself happy, peaceful. Yeah. Like everything yes. is. And, and I'm in a happy, healthy home. I love my new home where I'm at. I love the environment. There's so much peace here. And just keep reaffirming that and reaffirming that. And Santa, do you have anything that you want to say to Joanna from Florida? Oh, I think like, are you already picking knows anything she's on the good list. <laughs> she's on the good list oh bless you thank you <laughs> Joanna you have a great year okay hang in there honey oh you too have a Merry Happy Christmas <laughs> thank you Merry Christmas Merry Christmas <laughs> beautiful beautiful I'm telling you this is a year where many of us have had these things happening. And, and Joanna, you're not the only one. I've had some big alterations in my life, too, unexpected, let me tell you. And, um, gosh, even my friend last night. Now, you guys are going to think this is really weird, but I've got a really crazy sense of humor. And um, every year I normally host Christmas Eve at my house where we do our, our gift exchange with my family. And there were so many things that happened this year that I said, my theme this year is going to be Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. And, <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I already found the cards that, you know, show Grandma getting run over by a reindeer. You know, and it's always, it's always you know, making fun of, you know, uh, lightening the energy, you know, and altering uh, sometimes when we've had some difficulties and stuff like that. And... um and I said, I was actually looking up reindeer meat, and they actually sell it by my Oh, no. They do. Oh, I'm my sorry, goodness. Santa. I'm sorry. Jory, yeah. I was just going to put you on the knife list. <laughs> what the heck? You're falling out. It's like we could have had reindeer meatloaf. I don't know. I was just getting so Have crazy. you got I'm that thinking. in your freezer right now? I'm missing someone. <laughs> Is it Vixen? <laughs> is that what the packages are labeled oh no it's like oh no so oh my goodness and then i was going to take little brownies and make them look like little poop bombs you know stuff like <laughs> anyway uh, I just had to share you're not that. you're not climbing out of that uh, naughty list very very soon are you <laughs> Santa. Okay. I think, okay. <laughs> so, I hopefully, well, let's see here. 
you know what? I have a question. I'm not even sure what I should ask. Um, I have a question in regards to uh, a lawsuit that I'm working on. This okay. is T- Teresa Jerryanne. We did a session about three weeks ago, about a month ago. Okay. Back in November. Yes. Okay. So um, I'm trying. I I've been picking up vision. I mean, I've been picking up a lot of energy around the female lawyer. I might be. Dis- I may have to do another reading with you for that, just to talk um, privately. So okay. I guess I'll ask Santa a different question. I just wanted to know. And, and I you... and I need to address something to you too, Patty, if you don't mind. I, I have to. I have to stop you here. Listen, I'm feeling something like, so this is just what's coming through right now. I'm getting something like, do you remember Al Capone and the gangsters and, and weird stuff like that? You've got some sort of energy like that around you. So I don't know if somebody's been um, uh, deceitful or evil or uh, pushy or trying to manipulate you or something like that. Um, but I, I'd want you to kind of bless the area that you're around, Okay. I don't know if this is making sense to you, but I would really like you to do that. And then there's also a prayer uh, to um, uh, not St. Anthony. This is, um, oh my gosh, I'll have to revisit this in a minute. Because saying this prayer to the saint, oh, St. Ramon, it's for all legal cases. And you make, you get your index finger and your thumb wet with your saliva. So you lick your thumb and your index finger and you make the sign of the cross on your forehead three times saying St. Ramon, St. Ramon, St. Ramon, or St. Raymond, St. Raymond, St. Raymond. You're invoking him to come and help you. Then in your mind's eye, you see your enemy and you point and you point in your imagination, point at them and point your finger at them and say, keep their mouth shut. And then you tug on your right earlobe like Carol Burnett used to do, and say, and make this work out in my behalf. So send Ramon, send Ramon, send Ramon. Keep their mouth shut. Make this work out in my behalf. That's what I want to say to you. I still feel some sort of gangster energy, almost like, you know, Santa's alter ego, Greg. Really, his he was raised on a, it was a, you know, uh, his dad had an antique shop. I believe Al Capone was probably connected to, truthfully, connected to that property somehow. I feel something around around you like that, Patty. So remember, I'm telling you that. Okay. I'm just trying. I'm laughing. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now you can ask Santa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Santa. So I guess I, my goal is, do you see my uh, finances improving in January, February, because I've been saving money. So, these things are getting better. Is that what's on your list? That's what's on my list, Santa. (laughs) I haven't checked it twice yet. Is it small bills or large bills? I want it to be large bills. (laughs) Large bills. Well, sometimes it comes in a little at a time, so I'm just... You know, there 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 may be small installments, but um, you know things add up. So you may have to be uh-huh. a a little more frugal for a while. Okay, I've been doing that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's sooner or later, it's going to pay off. Okay. Yes. So, and I feel so, the same thing uh-huh. too, Patty. 
Okay. Sounds awesome. So I am on the right track. Yes, ma'am. And play the lottery. Don't throw all of your money at it, but play play the little lottery. Let me know what happens. Right, okay, Jenna? and I'm going to set up. And, Patty, you already know you're on the good list, right? Thank you. Yes, yes. Okay. Jerry <laughs> 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 yeah. and I will be listening to the show. I'm going to set up a reading, okay? Okay, thanks, Patty. Good talking to you. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye. Have a Merry Christmas, Patty. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, my goodness. I, Santa, I've got to tell you that when I was about three years old, I got this most beautiful little doll, and I named her Susie. And she's in mentioned in one of my spiritual books, one of my psychic books that I just started writing. And I literally still kept that doll all these years. And don't ask me how that happened, but that's just what happened. And I probably, I think it was two years ago, gave my baby doll when I was probably about three years old to my great-granddaughter, my first great-granddaughter. Wow. Yes. And so Santa Claus, I just want to tell you, your Alps really know how to kick out a good doll. That's all I'm telling you. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you. I'll have to pass that on to the elves. They appreciate (laughs) good good craftsmanship. (laughs) I just had to share that. All right, let's see who we have next online here. Hi, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Yes, hi. My name is Patricia. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, Patricia, welcome to the show. Patricia, Merry uh, Christmas to you. Yes, hi. Uh, happy holidays <laughs> to you. I'm uh, calling you. from New Mexico. Okay, thank um, you. And I, I relocated from Cleveland, Ohio this summer, about August of this year. Lived briefly in Los Cruces and, you know, realized, that wasn't where I was supposed to be, and then last month I moved up here, and it's it's just feeling and and it's I just the energy and you know some of the circumstances, meaning you know the mm-hmm. person's unfortunately you know with the drugs and whatever, but the energy, um, mm-hmm. it's the negativity the same way I felt when I came. To Cleveland, those 13 in 2011, 2012, to help mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. aunt. My help. And it was just, it was like trial by fire, you know, dealing with oh, yeah. the anger, activity. And that's, uh, you know, what I'm here. And currently I'm living in a homeless shelter, you know, you know applying for work continuously. And mm-hmm, to, mm-hmm. I'm housing, but this energy is just, I keep clearing, cleansing, I keep doing the ESP tapping, the oh, Ho'oponopono. Um, Ho'oponopono. Teresa, I want you to keep visualizing these good things coming because you're going to be coming to a very peaceful state. This is not going to, this is not going to, your, your trauma uh, is not going to keep this way it's not going to keep going on this way um you know like you said trial by fire but you still 
are you still have some stuff that you're still working with here but this is not i i see you in a very peaceful place i see you in a very relaxed place um you'll you're going to find a place that you're going to be able to call home and uh it might even be a modest place for a while but it feels like you'll find a place that's going to be very peaceful and very relaxing for you. So keep visualizing. You know, because I can hear it in your speaking. I know who you are, a spiritual being, okay? And and it feels like you are, how can I say it? Keep up altering the, how can I say it? Changing your reality, the energy around your reality. You get me, right? right? Uh, yeah, keep, yeah. Keep changing that. Don't. I mean, I get. Uh, let's put it this way. I. They say uh, energy follows thought, follows energy, or energy follows thought. Okay. So when you're in the state of manifestation, you want to be in the most appropriate state of, you know, emotion is energy in motion. So when you see yourself in a happy, healthy, wonderful, uh, secure location. You got to feel it, think it, be it, and go like, oh my God, this feels so great. I love this, my, my new little home that I'm so secure in. And you just keep meditating on seeing it as though it already is. And then eventually you're going to draw that to you. Okay? Yes, yes, because I'm considering some other time. Yes. Yeah, to, and uh, get, get another, get, a, get another. I would like you to get Moldavite because you're very psychic, you're very intuitive. So even get a little piece of Moldavite and right. uh, carry another piece of crystal with you in your pocket and just keep rubbing it and rubbing it and rubbing it and rubbing it. And don't let the negative thoughts grab hold of you. Deal with the emotional stuff because there's been some disappointments. But keep holding on to that, onto that crystal and keep calling in the Archangel Michael for help. Now, I, I know we have to move on to the next caller, but would you please call us and let us know what happens? Okay? Yeah, I will. And I think there's much. a woman by the name, yes, ma'am, there should be a woman by the name of Mary. It's either Mary or Maria that's supposed to be able to help you somehow. Okay? All right. Thank you very much. Have a good week. Yes. Good help. You too. Merry, Merry Christmas. And have a Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy holidays to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my goodness. I'm telling you there we have we have gone through. We have gone through sometimes, you know, I always like to say hellfire and damnation, but you know they say God doesn't put a, doesn't give us any more than what we can handle. And sometimes sometimes we're put to that test. And um and sometimes there really are reasons that we can't see until later on why we had to go through that fire. Why did we have to go through that that trauma or what was it that you know, that's supposed to be strengthening our spirit? So now, let's go now, on to our Jory Ann, can, go ahead. I was going to ask you yes. a question real quick because I know we talked yes, about please. to some of the listeners uh the white light, and, and I just, you know, because it's oh. an, uh, an imagination that, I, you know, an imagery that I, that I think of, because I imagine it being, you know, looking above for this white light that comes inside me and then generates out to where it's a full circle around me. And, yes. and at that time, 
uh, you know, then I'm protected. But at the same time, I used to do this to my house before I would leave because of all the things that were happening. I would try to expand that bubble to where it encompassed my whole house, to where it would yes. try to push things out each time. And that was yes. the imagery that I had for something. That I don't know exactly, you know, it was never really explained exactly how you should think it through, but that was my thought process in trying to get rid of uh, the, the ill attentions and all. Yeah, and here here's the thing. You didn't, like you said, it's not a matter of trying to think it through because sometimes it's not thinking. It's like, you know, what we have available to us is when we're in the state of manifestation and creation, it comes as a thought first and foremost, and then we yes. visualize it. So that's your imaginary state. It's not like I'm sitting here putting five blocks on the table and using my physical hands to create this. What happens is, Everything starts with thought and emotion first, desire, thought, emotion. So right now we know that, you know, Patty wants to go ahead and get this secure place. And and so so then this way we have to start going like visualize it first, draw that energy. That's gonna keep the, this stuff opening. Plus then if you're starting to talk about it and tell people then you're actually reaching out and that's opening more doors. So if we are letting spirit lead us and tell us it's like, it's like, you know, like, Oh my God, I've got some of the best stories. Like my spirit guides and angels have been so helpful to me. And I mean, if, if they literally tell me to go pick up a pillow from now on, I'm picking up that pillow. Cause I know better. They, <laughs> my spirit guides have been so crazy with me over the years. And eventually I'm going to get these books written um, and get them published. But so when we learn to listen to Holy Spirit, I'm telling you guys, it is just amazing how we can be led and guided, truly. Okay, well, let's go to another caller here. We have uh, a regular caller here that we always love speaking with, and I know who this person is. Hello, caller. Hi, Santa, Santa, what do you see? I'm looking for something for you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what list they're on yet. <laughs> this is Kimberly. This is Kimberly. Hi. <laughs> Kimberly, nice hello. I'm a good, a good girl, and I really want some. I really want a, a great, explosive uh, 2024 for Christmas. That's what I would like because I'm done with 2023. It's just Amen. not for me. Put <laughs> up with that one. <laughs> So what do you well, think, I, Santa? Well, I, I, you know, sometimes I analyze the voice when they come out and they say, you know, because she said she's been a good girl and she said it so nice and quick and innocently. I always worry about the ones that try to play it off that say, oh, yes, yeah, Santa, I've been a good girl, you know, and then I think, good. whoa, wait a minute. You know, Mrs. Claus times how long it takes me to get in and out of the house. And those that oh. are trying to convince me otherwise and, you know, and talk to Santa on the side, you know, I don't want any trouble going back at the end. You know, how I got to sit there a whole year just to chill, to get ready for the next year. And if I got a, I got an upset Mrs. Claus, you know, uh, <laughs> that doesn't work out very well. So, so thank goodness she didn't say, oh, yeah, Santa, I've been real good. You know, those are the ones that kind of yeah set up a few alarms. But it, it sounds like from the voice analyzer, it sounds like she's on the good list. Yeah. She's on the good list. Yes, she's a good, she's a she's a good girl. She's on the good list. Yep, 
Kimberly. I want to tell you thank you for my Hot Wheels when I was like about six years old. That was like my favorite toy ever. Aww. Oh, they were great, weren't they? That, that was so a best cool. toy ever. And now they made it like you know, hyper speed hyper speed cars or something like that. I don't even wow. recognize mm-hmm. my hot wheels anymore. Wow. I think we should ask everybody what was your favorite toy that Santa got you? Yes. Okay, you guys, all the rest of you guys online, make sure you say what was your best toy Santa got you. Thank you, Kimberly, for bringing that up. That's Thank amazing. you, Kimberly. You're welcome, Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Kimberly, we're going to go on to another caller. I hope you'll stay on and listen, okay? I will, but I still didn't hear what Santa's going to bring me for a 2024. Oh. Oh, you know I, what? I I am lousy at, you know, Mrs. Claus, I don't under even <laughs> understand. I'm always asking everybody what they want for Christmas because I don't even know. I'm, Mrs. Claus one year said I asked her what she wanted, and she was just telling me, well, nothing, you know, she always says like nothing, but then she's like, uh, nothing would be as, as good as a, a, a diamond ring, you know? And it's like, and I take her literally, I hear nothing would be good as good as a diamond. So if I don't have to get her a diamond <laughs> ring and I get her nothing, that's just as good as a diamond ring. So with all the people I've got to supply gifts for, I just blew it off and, you know, it took me another whole year before I could uh, get things straight with Mrs. Claus. So, so I don't I don't do that guessing game much anymore with what people are going to get for Christmas. I'm usually asking or coming up with surprises. I leave that stuff to Jory. Well, you could surprise well, me with a cute little elf. Um, I would take a cute little Mister Elf. That would be great. So, whisper in your ear. That's my whisper wish for twenty four. Do you guys have a Do you guys have a, a dating site for elves, um, Santa and humans? By the way, were you guys thinking about starting a new biz on you know, the side with that? I yeah yeah yeah. You know what? I I need every elf I can. You know, with this COVID stuff. You know, union laws are trying to unionize. Oh my goodness. And and now you know, I lose a couple elves. I got Jorianne eating reindeer. I, I this is going to be going out of business pretty soon. <laughs> this year Mm, thank you you're welcome and it feels like it'll have four good wheels and tires on it just saying okay that's good a new hot wheel i know (laughs) (laughs) jory i I gotta i gotta ask you see the same for me am i am i gonna have all my reindeer or i'm gonna be missing a couple well, I thought if we found, if there, I I just made a very bad joke about Rudolph. I said if there was a red nose flashing by the meatloaf, then we'd know exactly which reindeer it was. Oh, and my goodness. I just felt really bad about <laughs> You should, young lady. <laughs> that probably puts oh me close to goodness. the naughty list, doesn't it? Oh, oh my oh, goodness. Oh, oh. Oh, I, if I were you, Jorianne, just saying, I would heat your house with coal, okay? <laughs> totally. All right, well, let's see who our next caller is. All righty. Hi, caller, who is this, and where are you calling from? 
uh, Michelle from Florida. Welcome, Michelle. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> We're so jealous. <laughs> That's so funny. What, um, what's on your mind? Uh, well, it's my first time calling your show. Um, any spiritual wow. messages that spirit um, may want me to know? I do kind of have something I was thinking about. Is I've had a rash um, since January, and I've okay. been to several doctors, and they've done biopsies. They thought I had leukemia. They thought I had breast cancer. They do not know what's causing this rash. I've been to two different doctors. Uh, they're going to send me to a third doctor. I mean, the cancer test was negative. Um Thank you, Jesus, on that one. Oh, I'm telling you, I was so scared. I was praying so hard. I don't think I've ever prayed so hard in my life. Have there it's been any, um, hang on a second, hang on a second. First off, your father is dead, right? Your dad uh, is dead, isn't he? Saying? Yes, Your yes, father passed away? Okay, well, I see your dad here. And uh, I, I want to say something like parasites or something like, um, like checking your body for, um, gosh, I, you know how people get athlete's foot and I think that's, um, a fungus. I, uh-huh. I, I almost want you to check to see if they can find anything parasitic, like something okay. that could live, something else that could live independently outside of your body but in your body somehow, blah, 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 that sort of thing. Okay, now, again, I'm not 100%, but check that because I don't I don't know who else could figure that out, but it kind of feels something-ish like that, okay? Okay. Yes, so All check right. that out. And I feel too much moisture around your body anyway. And it feels like you need to dry your body out somehow. Now, again, you're in a a moist part of the country, and I don't know if you go by the water, but even I re- <laughs> can I, for can I stop you for a second? Yes, <laughs> I li- I live on a boat. <laughs> oh, so I think that I think that's part of it. Because what it reminds me of is in my mind, I go back to my daughter who went to the sand and all these sand fleas and sand bugs got on her and she started getting all these rashes. And when I feel the presence of your body, it feels like something that lives independently by itself and yet it's gotten on your body and it's causing a problem inside of your body. So would you please tell people to check something that could be living independently by itself and also is trying to find your body as a host. Huh. Okay. Okay. Just just have That's... somebody check that out because it just feels like if you got some little, I don't think that they're the sand fleas, but I just see you being so by this moisture and it's impacting your body. And for you to get to some dry area, it would be really, really nice for your body. So that's kind of what I'm getting spiritually. And I'm hearing people sing happy birthday to you. Now, uh, dead people, 
uh, or somebody very close to you, and normally the birthday wishes um, passed, just passed, maybe a month or so ago, or coming. Uh, so if it's <laughs> not your birthday, who's... Thank you, thank you. So I've heard the dead people wish singing happy birthday to you. So, um, <laughs> so that's part of your messages. I hear stay firm. Um, it does feel like they'll find out what's going on. Um, I think you've got to clean. How can you say it? You've got to cleanse your body somehow. Um, almost like, you know, when they have to, oh, God, I can't even think of the right way to say it. Like people should be looking to see if you've got extra metals in your in your body. Just remember I'm okay. saying that. You, and you might want, it might be good to check with a naturopath. Okay. Get your You've hair been and wonderful. done. Oh, you are so welcome. And Santa, what have you got for Michelle? Oh, well, now that I find out she's on the boat, I have to readjust my coordinates for, uh, you know, <laughs> dropping off. My goodness. <laughs> I know. Hey, hey. Hopefully we'll we'll be close enough to shore where I can wash the reindeer for a real quick uh, you know cool down and then uh, get back up in the air. But uh, uh, of of course Rochelle's on the on the nice list. Yeah, and Michelle, what <laughs> was your you, favorite thanks. present from Santa? What was your favorite pre- present through your life from Santa? Uh, oh my goodness! Oh no. gosh! Come on! Um, Did you get one of those kissy dolls? <laughs> I remember they were popular a while back. You put the arms together and they oh. You know, I don't. I have to get back with you on that. I will have to think about that one. <laughs> okay, sounds great, Michelle. I think the best present I could have. I think the best present I could have is peace in my life. <laughs> Amen. Oh, that's a wonderful Amen. thought. We all yes, enjoy ma'am. That. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes. Well, God bless you. God bless you, and Merry Christmas. Well, you have a wonderful Merry Christmas. <laughs> and you have a blessed, both of you have a blessed Christmas. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right, bye now. Uh-huh. You're welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Let's see who we have next online here. All right, here we are. Hello, caller. Oh. Who is this, and where are you calling from? I know it sounds like there's a bunch of radio oh, over there already. There. I can hear them. <laughs> It sounds like your toy factory, Santa. I was was going to say, it sounds like the elves in the back. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, this is Donna. Hey, Donna, welcome to the show. Hi, Donna, Merry Christmas to you. Thank you, Merry Christmas to you. I'm in Hawaii. My brother invited me, so. (laughs) What is this? When Santa calls in, everybody from warm places call in. (laughs) <laughs> Although I do enjoy stopping there. Yeah. Totally. I wanted to know, do you see the finances getting better with me? Because it's not very good right now. I mean, but I have a, a nice family. They invite me to places and stuff, which is nice. But. So does it feel like they're going to get better? Um, let me good. see. It feels like it feels like yes, but it feels like you're probably going through a phase right now um, where it feels like you know I I see you putting your hands in your pockets and you're pulling out your pockets and there's nothing in them you know and they say like okay. nope mm-hmm. no change in there and yep. I I want to say this to you 
I want to say this to you. I, I hope you can mm-hmm. hear me. How okay. was your dad, how was your father with his money? Because it's either one of two things. How was your father with his money? Well, I mean, he had eight kids to support. But, yep. good. you know, we always had good food and this and that. And, yeah, I mean, he wasn't a gambler. He wasn't anything like that, no. Good, but times were slim. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but time, so. times were yeah. slim. Yeah. Uh-huh. I want to say this to you that I think you've got a mental perception around your money. And I'm going to give you an example. Mm. Uh, as I was raised a good little Catholic, and remember, these, mm-hmm. are, these are beliefs that came from a religion that I was born into in my family. Uh, the belief that I be- believed for the longest time was the poorer, the poorer I am, the closer to God I am. The poorer I am, the closer to God I am. Now that was a belief system that I had. And I can't even remember how old I was when I finally realized it's like, yeah, nah, nah. Because, you know, the church is Uh poor. They take in all this money, you know. Right, and it was it was taking me a while to go. Like, there's other spiritual people; they're making good money. So it's a belief system that we come that it it's 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 just it's uh, how can I say it? It's in your unconscious mind, like a record that goes off automatically by itself. I would like mm-hmm. you to examine your belief systems around your finances mm-hmm. and your financial security. Now. I am going to throw this out. There's a wonderful program. I swear to God, it's not a cult. It's called Landmark Worldwide. It's a personal growth and development company. Uh, It helps people with, you know, looking at their belief system. So that's something you could do if you want to do that. Um, Okay. I'm I'm going to give the Chicago Center numbers 312-440-3440. And that's Landmark Worldwide. And they've got a bunch of classes but it really helps people examine that stuff, and it's really a very reasonable program. Uh, like okay. Anthony Robbins, you know, think, think and grow mm-hmm. rich. Remember the terms, as above, so below. As a man thinketh, so shall he be. So if you're thinking mm-hmm. a certain way, you get caught in that, that thought belief like I did. Oh, my God, I've got to be poor. If I'm poor, I'm going to be close to God. You know, it was real for me, by the way, folks. That was real for me. Um, and uh, I don't think it matters how much money you have as far as your relationship with God. So whether you have a few bucks or a lot of bucks, just just always, you know, make sure you're connected with uh, with God and however you see God in the universe. So uh, hmm. I think that would be something for you to examine today, Donna. Okay? Yeah, I most definitely will. I will. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you. And Merry Christmas. Santa? Thank you, Joanne. You too. No. <laughs> Both of you. Oh. Merry Christmas. Yeah, and a Merry Christmas to you, and she knows she's on the nice list. So have a happy holiday and a new year, too. (laughs) Wonderful. Thanks, Donna. You're so welcome. Bye now. Oh, my God, wonderful. Hawaii. Talk about being jealous. If they see me on the beach, if you see a large man with a beard with sunglasses from (laughs) January to June, don't. You know, I'd probably be sleeping the whole time, so don't approach me. But if you happen to walk by, just slap some, you know, some super uh, uh, sunscreen on me and walk on by. Thank you very much. There you go. And 
if you see a couple of reindeer sitting around him, then we know who this guy is on the beach, right? That's all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, you stay away from my reindeer. <laughs> I will. I promise. I thought it was kind of funny. I was a little surprised that they had yeah, to yeah. me. So right after I get I, off the phone, I'm running out back to count. <laughs> All righty. Let's see who's next online here. All right. Hey. Hi, caller. Hi, who is this and where are you calling from? Hi, my name is Debbie, and I'm calling from New Orleans. New Orleans. Oh. <laughs> Hello, Debbie. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, this is the first time I've ever gotten on, too. I'm so happy. Yay! Um, yeah. Sometimes it's me, me busy, but um, I would like to know if you see me going back to work. I am either going to go back to a regular job or I'm trying to think of something to do on my own. Okay. Uh, I honestly think you're going back to school, ma'am. I also think you're a writer. Yeah, you're going there schooling. Now listen, (laughs) right? Right? Yes. I used to work in television, but I've never written like by myself. You know what I mean? Oh, you are a writer, Debbie. Yeah, I don't know how to initiate it though. I don't know where to start. You know, there are classes online, and it's not just YouTube University, <laughs> but there's um oh my god, I can't remember some of the. There are some classes. Oh my goodness, I was just taking some classes on my own writing. Um, uh-huh. Gosh, I can't remember the name of the school, but they're online schools. They can take these classes, start getting your writing going. Um, there's going to be more training you're doing. I like that you're in New Orleans. I do see you going to New Mexico for a little while. I don't know if that's going to, yeah, I know it's going to happen. You might be by the, um, hot air balloon, uh, conference or whatever that is in October. Um, but you do have some nice changes and I do feel, um, very dry air around you, like Grand Canyon kind of deal. So, um, but, yeah, wow. stay focused, stay focused. And remember, reach for the stars. There isn't anything that's impossible. It's wow. all possible as long as you believe. I want to go stand on a vortex. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. My friend said, I could shake you, and it might feel the same if you'd prefer. <laughs> no, I want to stand on a real one. Oh, you will. You will. You'll be there. And yes, go ma'am. A, I'd like to go to a spa. And a hot like, spa. You know, a hot spa, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Any kind yep, of spa. Where you got the crack in the ground and the water, the hot water is coming out. Oh, oh yes. You'll be there, too. You're amazing. You will. Oh, and I'm very spiritual, you. so I like going to, like, seminars and you know, ascension seminars and spiritualities. You know, I practice some of that too. Beautiful. So that would be good. It will be good. It will be good. (laughs) So Santa, what about Debbie? Oh, thank you. Oh, 
Jory, besides the host, I think everybody calling in is is on the nice list. I think the naughty list people are afraid to call in because you may <laughs> you may rat them out. But like I said, except for the host, everybody calling in has been nice. Oh my God! I'm surrounded so, so, <laughs> so with the naughty. Okay. <laughs> so, so Debbie, what about your favorite present that Santa? Now Santa could probably remember it, but what do you remember being your favorite present from Santa Claus? Hmm. I got a cool necklace a couple of years ago with my boyfriend. He surprised me, and I was just—it was—it was very thoughtful. So I like that one. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think he said, Santa I'll never get you jewelry. Oh, he did. He, he said it before. I'll never. I just don't believe in it. It's just, it's just a waste of money. And then he bought me a piece of jewelry, and so I just stared at it for like thirty minutes, thinking, like, okay, am I getting punked? <laughs> oh, that's that's the Christmas spirit. That is so cool. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you got that piece of jewelry because that is a cool, cool Christmas present to get. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Especially after I was told I would never get that, and then I got it. I was like, okay, I don't understand. He was tricking you. He was tricking you. Oh, oh, oh well, my you goodness! Wonderful holiday. Merry Christmas. Have a happy holiday. Merry Christmas you, to you. To both of you. Oh, thank you. Thanks. Oh, thank you. Bye. You're Bye. welcome. I know. Bye now. No, no, Jory. That of course yes, reminds sir. me about what you did to me before. What when happened? I was asking Santa? What about happened? Mrs. Oh, well, you, you know what? what I, I would sometimes talk to you when you were on the on the air, and I'd call in. I'd say it was somebody else, and and you of course said, well, you see me getting someone a, a, a ring, a, a diamond ring. And I, and I laughed at you. I thought, yeah, right. that ain't going to happen. And, and it was the funniest <laughs> thing because, you know, it was probably a month goes by. I do not buy Mrs. Claus any jewelry whatsoever. Never have. Never. Okay. One, one time when we first got married, but this was years later and we were talking and you said, I see a ring, and I'm like, no, ain't going to happen. Finances, nothing's in line with that. It ain't going to happen. Sorry. Yep. Eh, bad column. And I would say <laughs> it was maybe three weeks later, totally out of my mind, we're in some place, and Mrs. Claus sees something shining and goes, oh, look Uh-oh. at this. And, oh, you know what? We just happen to have that extra bit of money come in. And, yeah, and everything's aligning to where she's like, you know, oh, and, of course, it's a sale. And, you know, it's just like, well, you got to because it's a sale. And, oh, man, and she was so happy. I was actually happy and had a smile on my face until I got halfway out to the parking lot (laughs) and threw the bag (laughs) to the ground and said, Jordan was right. I don't believe it. I never would have thought I bought this thing. Totally, totally. I was on the Brett Jonathan oh. Brandmeyer show at that time. Oh my goodness! Yep. Well, see, Santa. Ho, ho. <laughs> miracles happen for Mrs. Claus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's see who this next caller is. All right. Hi, Hi caller. Hi. Who is this? Hi, Where are you calling from? 
This is Shirley from Illinois. Welcome, Shirley. <laughs> Shirley, hello. Merry hello, Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, Jorianne, I first want to tell you, back in November, I talked to you about a surgical procedure I was having in December, and you yes, said ma'am. everything was going to be okay, and it came out okay. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for that feedback. So happy for you. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh, I was just wondering if there's any messages from the other side for me. Uh, there is. And um, now I'm not sure who this is. It is a man. Um, I don't know if, was there any younger men around you? Unless your dad died younger, but who would have, who would have died uh, slightly younger as a man? My dad, he died when he was 56. Thank you. So he's handsome, honey. Your father's a handsome man. Yes. Right? He was. Yes, he he was. Yep, yep. And he had a very handsome smile. His eyes were amazing. Why, Why do I see Native American Indian energy around you? What is that? I don't know. I'm... Polish and German and Russian, so I don't know. Are you on any kind of Native American land? Do you know? Um, I own property in Wisconsin. All right. I think you're on, yep, I think you're on Native American property somehow. And I think it would be really lovely for you to do some honoring of the Native American energy. I want to say it that way because that's how I'm. That's how I'm hearing it. Um, I think also your dad would be coming by to uh, just send you truthfully his love, how much he loves you, um, and uh, you do have other family members that are up there watching over you guys. So please remember that. Um, get your car fixed if it hasn't just been fixed, and um, that's what I'm getting right now for you. Okay. Okay, sounds good. Yes, ma'am. And check out the Native American stuff. It feels peaceful to me. It feels it feels very good, and I think it's part of your history. Even if it's not genetically for yours this lifetime, it was probably past life. Oh, okay. Very interesting. Because I, I see a Native American chief around you, a Native American chief. Now, I do want to say that I can't believe an hour and a half has already passed Santa Claus, I want to say thank you so much for joining us on the show tonight. Oh, um, you're welcome. Oh, my God. I am so excited that you're able to make it with us. And uh, perhaps we can do this, this again next year. And I promise I'll be, I'll probably find some reindeer and pet them and, you know, you know that sort of thing. <laughs> I think that's called reconciliation. Yes. Say it again, Shirley. Maybe then you'll be on the nice list again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's for darn sure. That's for darn sure. Merry, Merry Christmas, Shirley. Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Shirley. Oh, my goodness. You know what? We have one caller left. So, you know what, Santa, we're going to take this last caller here. And, Dano, thank you, everybody, for joining us on the show tonight. And uh, we wish everybody a very Merry Christmas and Happy, Happy New Year. We've got one more caller here. 
Santa, it almost sounds like I'm hearing the reindeer in the background there, but hi, caller, who is this, and where are you calling from? Hello? Hi, who is this? Hello? Hello? Can you hear us? Uh, Can you hear me? I can now. Oh. What's your name? I called y'all earlier, and I just called back and wanted to listen to you because you're so good. Oh, thank you so much. Thank, thank you so you. much. Well, we wish that you have a wonderful, wonderful uh, New Year and a Merry, Merry Christmas. And, you know, you guys, again, remember, you know, one of the greatest things we do have is giving of ourselves. It's not always about commercialism. It's not always about, you know, the presence, about, but it's the present presence of who we're being truly is uh, one of the greatest gifts we can give to anybody. And, you know, I want to say, you know, please make sure you do check in on your friends. Please make sure you do check in on your neighbors. You know, you know, just sometimes just the kindest words, just, just one word or one wish can literally alter somebody's life, you know. And, and Santa, what do you think about that? Because, you know, again, you come from the place of always giving. So what do you say about that, Santa? Yeah, I, I, I look at it as Christmas as, as a little candle lit in all of us. And if we can help pass that light on to everyone else, it just becomes a more fruitful Christmas for all of us. It does, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. So listen, everybody, Merry, Merry Christmas to you all. We completely love you all. Thank you for joining us tonight. We love you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And Santa, thank you, Santa. And thank you for all You're of my so welcome, miracles and Jory. Gifts. Remember, yes. straight and narrow. Be good now, Jory. From now on, <laughs> I'll be watching. <laughs> no Whenever you fire up that ideas. grill, yells will report back to me. <laughs> All right, I sure will, Santa. Well, good night, everybody. (laughs) Merry Christmas, everyone. God bless you, Santa.